Skip the tutorial, number one video game podcast in the UK. I'm one of your hosts this week, Bryant Edmund Duke of Edinburgh Daniels. That was not English. Is that what? That, what? that wasn't. That was. We terrible. gonna work on that? We no. I'm not gonna work on that. I just need to get rid of rid of trying to do that uh, ever in the future. I'm sure that was offensive to somebody. I'm just not sure who. Uh, is Tom Hardy from England or something? Can you channel your inner Tom Hardy? Maybe. I'm Tom Hart. No, that's awful. None of this is good. No, I'm not good at this. And the other voice on that microphone across the universe on Skype is Todd Skepta Fortner. What's going on, man? Happy Black History Month, brother. Yes, happy Black History Month. This is the 16th and shit. I ain't even say I'm late. I need to say that to you. Man. Ally. (laughs) It is, man. We've recorded two episodes in February, and we haven't said anything. So, yes, happy Black History Month. Yes, sir. Happy Valentine's Day. Thank you. Thank you. How was your Valentine's Day, Todd? It was cool other than me being disappointed and accidentally, not even accidentally calling my girl Snow Whitey. And it just got weird from there a little bit. Snow (laughs) Whitey. That's the version of that cartoon I want to see now. That is the version of the cartoon I want to see versus Snow White. I prefer that one right there. I can never say that again, but I had to get it one more time. I told her. But anyway, bro, how how, how about you, man? I know you were actually being a, a good husband for the for the beautiful day of roses and heart shapes. Well, and such. you see, I went to Walmart and I brought some bread and then I bought some ham and some cheese and some mayo. And I went home and I said, happy Valentine's Day, honey. Get in the kitchen and make me a sandwich. That is not what happened at all. I would be killed if I did that. Uh, No, I did buy my wife gifts. um, And I cooked for her, Todd. I cooked for her. I made chicken wings and crispy potatoes. Oh, man. When you did that, it was just like I pictured you coming home with a heart-shaped box with methamphetamine in the side of it. (laughs) Wearing a wife, Peter. It has to be dirty, though, and stained with various stains that are unidentifiable. Do we ever announce who I was from the UK? Uh, yes, Skepta. We said Damn. Skepta. CBD oil is working. <laughs> no, it doesn't do that. It doesn't do that. It has made me recognize the fact that I am one with the universe. Uh, we are all a bunch of floating molecules just vibrating into each other. Anyway. What the fuck? <laughs> Not every week. Don't oversaturate the market with this bum fuckery, sir. <laughs> Tis what she proclaimed. Tis what Shout she out proclaimed. Joseph Wilkerson, man. That shit was funny. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I love it. Speaking of that, we got some shout outs this week. But first of all, the first if this is your first time joining us, we're a video game show. Uh, what we do is me and Todd here get together. We talk about the video games we've been playing. We talk about some news, and then we have a roundtable. Sometimes we do top sevens. This week is a top seven. Todd, what's our top seven this week? Shooters. 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 But, yes, we are a video game show. We are talking about our top seven shooters this week. 
the first thing I'd like to point out, though, is we are brought to you by LOU CBD oil. LOU CBD oil. CBD oil is great. Um, it's got a lot of uh, great benefits to it from people who deal with insomnia to nightmares, um, inflammation, uh, post-traumatic stress disorder, all sorts of stuff. We always say, though, you know, talk to your doctor beforehand uh, just to make sure it's right for you because it's not going to always affect everybody the same. Um, but with LOUCBD, as a listener of STT Pod, you can actually go and get 15% off your first order by using affiliate code STTPOD at checkout. We'll also have a link in the show notes for you guys to use. Um, as far as LOUCBD itself is considered, it is manufactured in the USA. It's organically grown hemp. It's THC-free. It's non-GMO. It's phytocannabinoid, cannabinoid-rich hemp oil. It's free of pesticides and free of heavy metals. And me and Todd, we have both tried it. Um, they have make an excellent product. I just want to say they make an excellent product, Todd. I really Truly a useful useful tool do your own research you know what i mean but i think it's a cool thing that you know people some like-minded folks kind of linking up with this whole thing uh, i really appreciate their partnership it's it's they're just solid human beings it seems like you know what i mean um and yeah we wouldn't fuck with them if that wasn't the case because that ain't what this about you dig and if you're in the tribe you already know what time it is with that whole situation i believe anyway or at least get a yeah. general gist of vibe where we're trying to come from with so you know you get a chance check it out for yourself and get a discount fuck with it you know to support each other absolutely absolutely it's a good way to do it uh it's a good way to i had to use it this week for my anxiety got a little bit out there this week so i had to use it as a guy who works at home you don't talk a lot to people except for your dogs you get a little bit lonely and anxious so that cbd oil came into came into good play at that point (laughs) hold on a second i'm being real uh, I'm a real boy. Say, nah, bro. Nah, bro. Look, I ingest it a certain kind of way. Now, I, I heard about you being able to rub it in, in, right? But I would suggest. I mean, whatever, bro. Whatever's just whatever the fuck is going on. I, I got shoulder problems sometimes for poor posture. It helps with that, and then some other stuff. I believe. I mean, I'm not a scientist, though. I'm not a motherfucking walking around with a white jacket on and a beaker. But yes. That, uh, my anxiety this week got a little bit high, uh, just because, you know, I do work at home a lot. And when you work at home, you, you, you spend a lot of time by yourself. And when you're spending a lot of time by yourself, you know, sometimes your, your brain runs in circles around it, especially with the stressful jobs, uh, you know, that we kind of do. So that anxiety really kind of ticked up this week. So I was able wah, to, wah, wah. oh, you get to work from home. <laughs> well, well, guess what? Other people are still stuck in traffic. Listening to this shit right now, pissed off that your ass is still in bed in your goddamn Cuphead pajamas. That is true. Cuphead pajamas brought to you by Capcom. I didn't didn't mean to get that loud. It's Black History Month. The last thing people need is an aggressive black male on the mic. Mark that time down as well. (laughs) So many time markers this week. Just getting through the advertisements. But we also have some shout outs this week. Uh, Excellent shout outs, too. Uh, Jeff Brooks, Jeff Brooks emailed again, uh, brought something to my attention. I actually had not seen this week, which was the sequel to hollow Knight, Todd, the sequel to hollow Knight. Let me ask you a question. Am I going to get you to play the sequel? Because that game is so good. That game, I mean, I, first one I still is, need to go back and play the first one. Um, I definitely was looking into it and I know how excited 
you are about it because you genuinely this i mean when we started the show this is the one this is one of the games you were like super excited about i'm gonna say super stoked yes. yeah yeah power ranchers but um yeah, no, I'm still, it's still on the list, man. You know, the backlog is something serious. It, it's it's in the realm of, okay, I still got to play Dead Cells. I still got to play Hollow Knight, and yeah. I still got to play Celeste. Um, and I'm still trying to figure out, like, do I get Celeste on my Switch? Do, like, these are games I might get on my Switch. But it's so many fucking games we just heard about with the Nintendo, Nintendo Direct, yeah. you know? And it's just like, man, that backlog is for real. But that's a long way to say I'll get to it. When time permits, I'm super excited about it, and I know you will will have an in depth discussion about it when you get your hands on it. Oh, for sure. And rub it down with that CBD oil. (laughs) Yes, I'm gonna rub CBD oil over all the Hollow Knight cover, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna put it in my shelf, and it's just gonna be there. And every time I wanna I wanna remind myself that life is beautiful, I'll look at that Hollow Knight Hollow Knight game cart. It's not a disc; it's a cart. Nintendo uses carts now. I had to remind myself that. You remember the GameCube discs? Little tiny discs. I like those GameCube discs. They were weird. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> I don't know where that was going. Uh, Jeff Brooks, though, thank you so much for emailing in to us. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, we got a new listener on Twitter who reached out to us, Todd. New listener on Twitter. Uh, XX Cronus. That's a badass name, by the way. XX Cronus. I really I really dig that name. He said, so I he or she, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna gender you, Cronus. You could be a he or she or non binary, as Bloodhound is in the game Apex Legends. So I tuned into my first STT pod podcast today. I have one crazy line stuck in my head. So you found a space time continuum in your butt and had a surprise release at your desk. LMFAO after the first two minutes I was hooked. Hashtag stay humble. Hashtag bootyism. Man, that is awesome to hear. Thank you, Cronus. I really, anytime somebody quotes their own lines back to us, I say, did we really say something that crazy? And I then, mean, yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> then I just you know, listen to the show. I mean, and I'm just, you know, that... Look, I, I appreciate our friendship. That's what it reminds me of, man, yeah. and, and and how people take in certain circumstances and stuff. I also, I mean, the whole, I mean, I just appreciate fellow Buddhists as well. Yes. Um, and, you know, that's that's something that I don't think we're just going to keep on adding to that lore we need to, you know. Eventually, but, uh, we'll have a, an STT production of a Buddhism game. That's what I want, a Buddhism video game. Todd, will you be the main character in the STT Bootyism video game? I, I could be a narrator or something or something like the Beyonder. That would be, you know, I'd like maybe actually, I, yeah, we'll figure some shit out. Maybe we could get some characters from the tribe to be the main protagonist or some shit like that on a mission to find, you know, Bootyism. The Ten Bootyist Commandments would be like the goal. And if you have to go through several layers of hell like I don't know. It might be like a God of War kind of clone. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Maybe an RPG. That would be awesome. Yeah. Oh man, did you see oh, the? the it, I thought I saw some online where Jesus was fighting Santa. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean South Park. I remember that one. It was the it was the South Park VHS that actually got them their start. Remember that man? That thing went around back in the day. Yes. Just like the R. Kelly sex tape. Man, he has another one that came out oh, recently. Oh, really? Oh, I did I not know that. Yes, I do. Whew, that guy. Drip, drip, drip. That guy got dropped from his label. 
got dropped from his label after all this time when he's finally, when people are finally like, not enough. And I was like, somebody was like, why did it take so long for them to drop from, from the label? It's like, it's called money. Money makes the world go round. That's what happens every single time. It's money. That's what I can tell you about that. Hey, bro, you're right. The microtransactions. Anyway, yes. dude, we didn't even finish. I, I keep interrupting you, man. We didn't even finish no, the shout-outs. No, it's okay. Right? This is what this show is about. We're on a wild one this week. We're on uh, a wild yeah, one this week. Yeah, we, we're pushing through Yes, yet again. Stick with us, people. Uh, other shout-out we got this week is Sean Mitchell and David King Chrome from the U.K., Sean Mitchell and David King Chrome from the UK. Sean Mitchell actually reached out to us to let us know how he found the show, uh, which I thought was really cool, especially being over in the UK. He says, well, I was looking through gaming podcasts and found STT. From there, I've never looked back. You got, you dudes are funny, genuine, and have the same views as myself towards microtransactions and games. So that is that's it, really. I'm an engineer in southern England, so I'm traveling over a large area. The podcast always helps me enjoy my time at work more. I'm not really into a radio guy, but I am a hip-hop fan. Heard the episode about the albums you guys rate. I need to go back to it and jot down the recommendations. Sean, that's awesome. He actually brought David into the group, into the tribe, which I thought that's, was really cool. That's what it's all about, man. It really is. You already is. know. You yeah. know, it's at the end of the day, it's the video games and that, everything else, but it's a, it's just about bringing shit together, man, having a good conversation and, and, and seeing just cool people, man. You know, that from all over the place, like from the UK. Absolutely. I reference it all the time. Like the eight Cambodians, man, high five, you know, Absolutely. Jesse James, Willie. It's like Jedi Knight motherfuckers on Instagram. It's, it's just cool. It's crazy. And it's, it never gets old, man. It's, and <clears throat> like I said, the tribe is just much a part of the show as, as we are. You know what I mean? We find we draw inspiration from you guys and and, you know, it is what it is, man. So. Absolutely. Yep. And, you know, the Digital tribe, too, that we're referencing, um, you know, that's just not a name for our fans, but we actually have a Skip the Tutorial tribe on Facebook that you can join. It's a private group. A lot of good recommendations in there. A lot of good conversation. It's really been kind of cool to see that grow into what it's become now. And, you know, we you know, recommend if you want to reach out to other gamers or talk to people who are just really cool or have a similar sense of humor. Clearly, if you're listening to the show and you're enjoying it, you have a similar sense of humor as everybody in the tribe. Uh, but yeah, we get out there and we just have fun. That's what that's what life's about, man. It's about cutting up and having fun and taking the piss out of, you know, sometimes taking the piss out of things that are just almost a little bit too serious, if you will. So Taking the piss out of things. Taking the piss out of things. I've never heard that before. Let me get my needle to take the piss out. <laughs> wait, wait, what? <laughs> Needles and taking piss out? Well, this is my fault because I brought up R. Kelly again. <laughs> well, he does come up on the show. He's become the Kevin Spacey now. He's now oh, the Kevin man. Spacey in the STT pod lore universe. Man, have you played Crackdown 3 yet? No, I've got it downloaded. I haven't played it yet, though. I've wa I watched a little bit of gameplay on it, and it still just tickles me when Terry Crews is just like, power! <laughs> I, but did. We'll, I guess we'll talk about it when you play it. I mean, but we, we're going to get to the list, people. <laughs> you know, just we ride will. with us. We will. I did see where people were petitioning to have Terry Crews replace Will Smith in the Aladdin movie. They really <laughs> want Terry Crews in that role instead of Will Smith. Man, he got a lot of flack for that. I saw that, too. He got a lot of flack for that genie. Which I guess uh, maybe because it looks weird. I haven't actually yeah, watched the new I, trailer. I haven't either. I, I I I'm I don't know how to feel about it. Either I don't know I don't know how to feel about it. 
Prince Ali, Ali, Ali. Yeah. I don't know. It's one of my favorite Disney movies, but I, I, I'm not. I don't think I, I trip over the live action ones. Like talking about, I, I can't think of one just off the top of my head that I'm just head over heels about. No, not a live action one. I like it. Not. But me and you like animation, like so. It's and those are kind of classic animation styles, like Western animation, like especially that like '80s and '90s Disney when they were on that roll. That was pretty dope. Like, between the Little Mermaid, Lion King, Aladdin, Mulan, all of that. Even the Emperor's New Groove. I really like that movie. I will say this, though. He did look like something that would have been in, in your time continuum. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Not Will Smith. <laughs> Poor Will Smith. Because it's, it's blue and had that little thing on it. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I drank too much Pepto. Uh, oh, yeah. Hey, fuck Madden. Colin Kaepernick got $60 million from the NFL. <laughs> Shut your bitch ass up. You know what I'm saying? I'm wearing my T-shirt right now. Shout out to shout out to Mike. You know what I'm saying? And I think I'm going to retire. Uh, I was watching some shit on, on YouTube. I've been referencing the quarter. And you know I watch the quarter and every now and then. He's solid. Clean Prince Gaming. He's a solid people yeah. to support. Dreamcast. But the quarter was talking about giving up Madden and the reason and why. And I felt very similar. And I think it's about that time. So if you want to. It's a valid perspective on you know giving up on madden that's a hard thing for me but it, it kind of links into yeah. life as well you know what i'm saying like the reason why i even played the game we play these games a lot of times for the people that we play with yeah and we appreciate from all aspects of life once again that's the whole all jokes aside that's the whole soul of this whole thing the way we roll you know what i'm talking about absolutely <laughs> but um yeah bro so uh definitely like i said look like look that up with the whole idea of madden just until things change with that license and they stop raping pockets. I think it'll be cool. Um, For sure. Yeah, bro. But uh, yeah, there's yeah. certain games you just end up giving up on after a while, or you know, you just kind of have to lay down the banner and say, "Look, I've I've had my time here. I'm done with this. I can't I can't do these anymore." For specific reasons, you know, different reasons for everybody. Uh, Which leads into the shooter shit too, though, man. Did I yeah. give the explanation on why we we're doing said top seven shooters before we get into the list? No, I don't. Just think the you, idea. I don't think the reason did. why I was said three times is because we started. Remember, we was like we having that conversation about uh, Anthem. You playing a lot of Apex and Division Two, and Anthem being PVE, Division Two being PVP, PVE, and Battle Royale, a Apex experience, that whole thing, and just talking about shooters. And it was like, fuck it, let's just do our seven shooters because we're not neither one of us are like huge online you know first person shooter yeah. fans i don't think i think you, your favorite genre is more platformers mine's more you know hack and slash action rpgs shit type shit like that um but we both have enjoyed it and you definitely are cold as fuck at apex already you and willie doing y'all thing with that shit um you know battle royale still isn't my thing i'm more excited about anthem and division two yeah like i said we'll get into that and build into that but this is definitely yet again another you know opinionated thing our list probably won't have a lot of stuff on it but i'm really interested to hear other people's lists and i'll probably restate that as usual at the end of said absolutely list. yeah we yeah. definitely want to hear about your guys's top seven shooters facebook.com bash class skip the tutorial pod uh gmail is skip the tutorial podcast at uh, gmail.com and twitter at stt underscore pod also instagram.com backslash skip the tutorial pod so we're going to want to hear your guys's list after we get done with our own because ours are the most crucial we're the leaders we're the kings no i'm kidding we our opinions don't matter uh but we like to vocal <laughs> be vocal about them anyway <laughs> again these are just all opinions 
So Killer Todd, Mike for president. Killer Mike for president, 2020. I love Killer Mike. That guy's awesome. Uh, but Todd, why don't you get us started? What is your number seven, my friend? The division. That was go. hard to put on the list. There you go. But I really, you know, looter shooter, man, I I enjoy the the division. Came out, what, 2016, a few years ago. I mean, it was a disappointing launch because of all the bugs and the glitches, but I've referenced it before. I've spent, I, was, I almost hit the 100-hour mark on that one. Had a lot of fun with my friend Mike uh, Juggernaut. Had a lot of fun with my boy Craig VSOP, and we ran through it. And even though it was bullet spongy madness and it was glitchy bugginess, especially in the beginning, I still just memorable experience. That's that's my game. Um, I had a lot of fun with it, and I mean, like I said, I played the Division Two. We'll go more into depth about that probably at another point when we, yeah. you know, once Anthem comes out, once we get closer to Division Two. But I played the beta, the beta there, so I think maybe that's why it's even more fresh on my mind. Um, I enjoyed the experience with it. You know, it's cover based shooting, and it just has that gritty Division feel, that real gun feel. Yeah. It's more in depth as far as the the loop. I believe like if I was to compare it with Anthem, for example, from like as far as the depth of what you can do with the loot, it might be a little bit more in depth. But it just I don't know, man. Like I said, we'll we'll, we'll get more into that later. But I mean, did you I know you had a couple of questions about the experience with Division Two, like just little quick hits. Like what what, what do you have any? on your mind about that. yeah i mean it's always going to go down to the question especially involving these looter shooters is number one the environment and number two the action the combat itself how does everything feel to you does the city feel more alive uh is the environment a little bit more detailed does the combat feel fluid um because i really enjoyed i played a little bit of the division i enjoyed it uh, but I always felt like that was a game more for if you had people online you could play with that you would have a little bit more fun with, too. Um, Absolutely. Is, is that kind of where this is going as well, in your opinion? Yeah. I, I mean, the environment is more, more vibrant. It, it's, it seems like it has more life to it than just a dull yeah. New York, you know, dreary scene. But I actually enjoyed that about the first game. Yeah. I mean, that I believe is completely a subjective situation where you're looking at it, you know, from that way. But I mean, Washington, D.C., that's dope. You start out, you know, in the White House and and, and I mean, everything feels good about that. It it does feel a little bit it, I'm too familiar to the yeah, division one. That's fair. Yeah, that that's that's some of the criticism I've heard. Uh, but yeah, that's fair. That's and I and I think that's that, me as well. And from playing it, I agree with said criticism. Like that, that's yeah. the natural thing. But I mean, and, and it's hard not to compare it to Anthem. That you know what I'm saying of what's coming out because it's so close and it really boils down to dollar signs. Like that's what everybody is on right now. And I'm not gonna lie, I'm on it too because it really builds down boils down to dollar signs right now. If it for the time that it's gonna take. You know, it's one of those things where if you're a huge Division fan, I don't think you'll be disappointed with it yeah. from what we got. You know what I mean? But yeah. me personally, because I think Riley O brought it up. Like, he was definitely going to be on it. And I told him flat out, like, I'm going to get it, but I don't know how long I'm going to be on it. Yeah. Yeah. That's but fair. Yeah, that, anyway, I went way long on, on my number seven, bro. I went way, way no, off that's track. A good, that's that's, a, yeah. No, that's 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 good information, especially the division right now. I think they're giving away. This was part of February's humble bundle monthly. Is you got the division for free? Um, it's also on sale. It's like on crazy sale right now. The first one, I think it's like ten bucks or something like that. Um, 
you know, so I'm interested to going back and playing a little bit through more of that. And uh, one last thing, like I'm biased because I don't have a problem with Tom Clancy yeah. type games. Like when you go back to Splinter Cell and everything like that, but Tom Clancy is not for everybody. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? For sure. And that's my thing too. Like I actually kind of like the undertone story enough. You know, it's not like so in depth and immersive. Like I feel like I'm in there like Jason Bourne or some shit. But it's cool to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that's my number seven, man. To start off the neat, the list nice and nice and cool. What's your number seven, sir? My number seven is a free to play multiplayer shooter online that is massive and a lot of fun, and it is Planet Side Two. Planet Side Two on PS4, PC. This actually came to my attention originally on PC when I downloaded it uh, before we had the the Omen, the pretty Omen laptops, uh, <laughs> where the the computer I was trying to run it on could not run it at all. Um, got on there on the PS4 when it first came out. Man, I probably put a good forty-five to fifty hours into this game. Um, you know, it's fast-paced action, quick shooting. A lot of, you know, control point stuff going on with this one, but you respawn immediately. Um, It was a a fun experience. It it scratched an itch on another game that's coming up on my list, actually number six, uh, which I'll get to that after I traded it in, I I still had that itch to get that shooter in. And that's what this one helped me with. Um, But I played it quite a bit. I really enjoyed my experience with it. It had its shelf life for me. Um, you know, I haven't been on in probably two years, so I'm not really sure if the updates have occurred that have made it any better or they've done additional game. I'm sure they have, uh, but it is a popular online free to play shooter. And for good reason, it's got great mechanics. It's got a great environment, uh, a lot of fun weapons. Uh, it's a huge download. If you go to download it though, just, just be wary that that is a big download to download planet side too. Uh, but I had a lot of fun with my time with it and really enjoyed it. And I got to give it credit for kind of reinvigorating my shooting needs, I guess. My my wants, my my wants to get online and just uh, take it, take it to the take it to the max, as I say, in a, in a commercial that I never existed in. Uh, but I imagine that's what I would do if I had a commercial for an energy drink. Take it to the max. Uh, but that's my number seven. Todd, what is your number six? I mean, bro, this has got to, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this. This has got to be on my list. My list, uh, this is another hard one, but Goldeneye, uh, you know, the 007. Yes. And I just got to get that shit out the way, bro. That's just, let's super age the self. It didn't really age well. It really, I could have swapped it out with honorable mention, probably destiny. You know what I'm saying? To keep it real. Um, went back and forth, but then it's just one of those games, man. It's it's just one I gotta pay homage to, and it's it's almost it's almost impossible for me not to put it on my list as far as just shooters, just that ex- memorable experience. Oh, so, for yeah. sure, man. Goldeneye meant so much time back in the day spent playing Goldeneye. Well, I 007. think I think specifically why it speaks to me and it st- it sits with me is because I think that's the first game that I really play with to- all totally different type of kids. Yeah, all totally yeah. different type of people. You feel what I'm saying? And it, it was just, bridges. it was like, yeah, I don't know what that was about. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it was just the time frame and just what was going on in my personal existence. You know, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. But that's what it was. It was just like us, like four motherfuckers, like completely different, sitting down and having a great time for like a whole weekend, just playing this fucking game, eating pizza and chilling the fuck out. Oh yeah. So yeah, that's my number six fool, Golden Gun, first person shooter that started a lot of this shit that we all. 
The man with the golden gun. Yeah, dude, it changed first-person shooters forever. Um, it really did. Uh, my number six, I referenced it in my number seven. My number six is Battlefield 4. Battlefield 4. First game I got for the PS4. Uh, wasn't really... At the time I got it, I got it because it was one of like three games available and it seemed like the one game that I really wanted to play um, out of all the games that were out there. But I'm glad I got it. I'm glad I picked it up. I spent a lot of time playing Battlefield 4 with the destructible environments, uh, the different weaponry you could pick up, uh, the actual drop zones. I mean, just so much time spent with Battlefield 4. Uh, playing through my favorite, my favorite uh, maps were the hotel map and the cityscape where you could land. I remember, man, my favorite thing in the world was dropping down on some dudes sitting on top of a. They were just sitting on top of this little tower, this little in in the cityscape, and I parachute down, grab a gun, and pop pop, just kill all three of them. You know, man, it was fantastic. Uh, but it was a lot of fun. It was a great. So game. your favorite thing was dropping down on a dude, bro. <laughs> I can't do this every week, man. Not every week. Not every. Too many subtleties. Too many subtleties. But yes, it was dropping down on three dudes. (laughs) All right, right, bro. All right, Todd. That's my number six. What's your number five? All right, this is this is the sequels. I, I got some sequels in here. I realized it, man. But it for me, Killzone Two. Yeah, I know this is yeah. not a lot of people's game, and I, this is another Fair one enough, I went back man. and forth on. If we're talking, about, I'm just talking about my experience with shooters and things. You know, I'm aging myself. This is definitely going to be a range and a time in my life where I was fucking with first person shooters before it got. I think it got a little bit overset. It's a little. It got to the point where it got oversaturated and yeah. a lot of these games are like right before it got over the top. But as far as challenging for me personally and a sense of achievement when I beat the game, yeah. Killzone 2 is extremely memorable for me for a lot of reasons with those hell gas and it's just the amount of shit that was coming at you. Um I just remember it being a great time um for for, for me personally. So Yeah. I mean came out Guerrilla Games 2019 you know, it was it was one of those things like Killzone Two. It was it's th- this in place. I was just like, it, it, this should be Titanfall Two right here, right? You know what I'm saying? For sure. Like I yeah. said, it, this list is one of those weird lists. But for whatever reason, with me, man, I couldn't I couldn't take Killzone Two off the list. It's just one of my personal faves. Um, I I don't know. I it's, I don't have anything much to say about it. It's just, no, fair I enough. I like it. Fuck it. Yeah. Yeah, man, I almost put um, the Resistance games on my list here, and I, yeah. I always got Resistance and Killzone always kind of bundled up together in my mind. Uh, I did like those Resistance games too, but that's an also run for me. Um, yeah, yeah, I dug Resistance too, and I but I, at that time you're right, like they do kind of come together, but for whatever reason, like I actually really. I mean, shit, it's on my list, man. Killzone Two was my shit, like for real, for real. For it just real, had that intense man. feel. Yeah, man, I can I can feel that for sure. Uh, my number five is a game that I've spent exactly twelve hundred and thirty six hours playing, according to Steam, and that is only on my new account. That is not in addition to the old account that I lost at one point. But my number five is Team Fortress Two. Oh man, did I love Team Fortress Two? Um, we spent so much time playing this back in the day, and up until probably about three years ago. So I probably played this game at least. 
Uh, probably for a good seven or eight years. Just, you know, constantly spending time with Team Fortress 2. I always played as Pyro. I had to. I like to also scout. But, you know, it was really one of those games that not only opened up a different type of shooter, really, um, because of the different modes and the different feels it had to it. It's also really cool that it started out as a mod. It was a mod of the first Half-Life game that was bought up by Valve uh, to turn into an actual release. Came in the orange box. Um, if you got it, uh, I played it on PC constantly. But Team Fortress 2 was one of those games that just, from the get, was extremely addictive and a whole lot of fun. A lot of capture the flag time in those games. It also opened up a uh, micro-community, an, eco- an economy, a whole economy surrounding it. Uh, based off the sell of hats in the game, which I always thought was kind of a fascinating little. If you ever do it, if you ever get a chance to look it up, just and you've never played it, look up the hat economy inside of Team Fortress Two. What kind of stuff can you buy with these hats? Other hats <laughs> and skins. And <laughs> Does it ever bother you? We call them skins. Yeah, like it sometimes it's skin. Yeah, sometimes it does. It lotions its skin. I think of mm-hmm. Buffalo Bill. I'm just like, put the lotion on the skin or you get the hose again. Oh, man. Now I want to watch Silence of the Lambs. I haven't watched Silence of the Lambs in a long time. I've got that somewhere. And Uh, drop down on some guys on the battlefield. (laughs) With my skins. (laughs) Potato skins to fill the void within your heart. Yes. All right. (laughs) <laughs> uh, Twas what she proclaimed. Twas what she proclaimed. But Team Fortress Two right now, it's still got an active community. Uh, I haven't been on there in a while, but um, yeah, it still has an active community, and it's free on Steam. Uh, so if anybody in the tribe wants to play some TF Two, TF Two, okay, I'm probably not going to get on there. To be real honest, it's, say, I retired that game four hours in a day. Yeah. but free ninety nine is always dope. Yeah, it's definitely worth it, too. They got a great man versus machine mode in there the last time I played it, though. I don't know if it's still oh there, but God. it was so good. So good. Man versus machine. I don't want Terminator. Machines. Rise of the machines. Speaking Term- of Terminator, man, are you going to go see the, what is it, the Alita Battle Angel? Man, movie? I want to. I want to. That actually then looks James, pretty good. James Cameron wrote that, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I, it actually looks pretty good. Um, he's been trying to make that movie forever too. Um, you remember that TV show Dark Angel? Yeah, that's yeah. what it was supposed to be. Because um, James Cameron did that movie too, or that TV series, and that's what Dark Angel was supposed to be. It was a lead of Battle Angel. Uh-huh. Um, so he's been trying to do that one for a long time, and I think it's Robert Rodriguez who directed this one. He's been um, trying to do a lead of Battle Angel forever. He likes the eyes. That's what it is. <laughs> we're so childish uh that's how you gotta get it get it with the eyes uh, <laughs> look at me please i need to see it i've been doing too long it got weird too fast <laughs> all right, all right. what number are we on fool we're on your number four todd Battlefield Bad Company 2, 2010 release. Shout out to Big Willie on that one, too. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, it's kind of backwards, but I'm more inclined to enjoy the Battlefield experience than, you know, Call of Duty. Like I said, this was kind of when that era happened, even though this is going to be backwards as we go forward. But, um, yeah, man, for the same reasons that you enjoy the Battlefield, 
series. I always actually enjoyed their stories. I think they had a great job. They did a great job with the single player portion of the game, but it also added those additional options, especially in multiplayer with the vehicles and just the amount and the level of destruction. I just thought it was well done. Um, so it's got to be, if I'm going to talk about any kind of shooters, if I don't have Battlefield on there, that, that just wouldn't be civilized. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, so For yeah, sure. Battlefield. But this was the one, some of these, you know, some of these lists is like, I got to pay homage to the ones that staple the series with me through the ups and downs. I'm like, well, okay, this is the reason why this brand, uh, you know, I'm going to stick with and fuck with. Like, I started out the list with the division. Part of that is because I fuck with Ubisoft and I can feel what they do. You know what I mean? This one, Battlefield, is in spite of EA, I enjoy their content you know what i mean i still feel bad though i haven't played the newest battlefield i need to fuck with it i really um, enjoy it i do yeah. but, but apex legends kind of wiped that off the map it's, man, it's 24 hours in a day and that's what we do yep. here at skip the shoot or try to skip through some of the bullshit man but what is your number four my number four is one i talked about extensively last year it would not exist without team fortress 2 and that is overwatch my number four is Overwatch. I put so many hours into this game uh, between me and Willie and me and Randos and just, you know, playing this game constantly, um, just getting a, a feel for it and realizing from the very beginning how much I enjoyed the game. I never got competitive with this one because I'm at that age where I don't care. Um, I'm just there to have fun. Uh, but Overwatch is a blast. I watched the Overwatch tournaments. I watched the Major League Gaming of Overwatch. Um, you know, and it's kind of a it's 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 a success. It's not only a successful game, uh, but it's probably one of the most impressive shooters I've played in a long time. Uh, it's a lot of fun. It's quick paced, fast action. It's got great character animations. Uh, it's got great art to it. The environments and maps are really cool. So I really really enjoyed Overwatch quite a bit. Um, I already know you ain't lying, fool. I already know. Oh, yeah. I already know. We got to go to that, uh, the esports arena thing in Arlington, fool. Yeah, That's yeah, what yeah, that yeah. Me up, yeah. We got we to do that. We yeah. got to do that. Uh, what is your number three, Todd? After that shit, I was talking, but I got to put this on here. I just got to keep it real with myself. It's Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. Boom. Um, That was a classic for me. Changed that gaming for a long time. That's it, bro. That's it. Like, seriously, I don't mean it would come out. 2007 you know set in 2011 and i mean once it it was just that time you know in the in the world like we were actually at war it was a depression coming on it was like i lived through that you know what i'm saying so a lot of it it was a it was a game that actually kind of helped to get through and narrate (laughs) how we felt as far as gamer side like not to make any comparison about like real world shit that was going on at the time but it definitely in a dark time it just seemed like it i mean it before it still got toxic and it's a violent game even though they've been showing a recent study that violent games don't cause violent teenagers yeah right like yeah so let, let me let me say that real quick before i forget but this was a game that was an example if they wanted to try to pin that shit on violence they could you say look at all these motherfuckers going around here playing this war simulator of course we're gonna have mass shootings you know what i'm saying it's it's different character things that that bring that that subject up i think but yeah man that's that's always gonna be on my list fool like whenever i think about any first person shooter i cannot not have that call of duty on there now all the other call of duties i'm not necessarily a huge fan if anything from that point i think it kind of ruined me a little bit towards the online experience plus i'm not that kind of twitchy great nor do i want to spend that amount of time to be good at it but this is definitely a classic game for me so that is 
my number three, sir. Man, that takes me back to the days of land centers. Do you remember those? Mm-hmm. For kids out there listening who are under the age of probably, I would say, 30. Nah, probably earlier, maybe under the age of 25. There used to be these things called land centers where you would go in, they'd have all the PCs spec'd out, and you would pay per hour to sit there and play PC games. Well, let's just say this, bro. You say it used to be that way, but from what I understand, that's what I say. We got to we, we tripping. We talking about being in the industry, fool. We need to go up to the esports arena. Yeah, that's basically what it is. You rent out a spot. You can bring your own controls, from what I understand, or you can rent it, and it's everything already set up. And that's exactly what, from what I understand, that it looks like. Because you know what is it, Matthew from the Grip or whatever? Uh, I think that's the name of it. He he doing photography up there and shit. He was running it to me with that. You know what I'm saying? Man. So maybe this year. And I said, I said, used to be, they still got, I just put in Google real quick, land centers near me, and there's three land centers within driving distance. That's what I'm saying, because we spoiled out here, man. Yeah, that's also true. That's also true. Uh, and then after that, the nearest one is in Epic, it is in Waco, Texas. Uh, but man, I, I enjoy land centers. <laughs> I forgot about Waco. Oh, uh, we always forget about Waco. <laughs> Poor Waco. This is the reason why we need to bring Buddhism together to fight cults. Yes, you know what I'm saying. Yes, yes. Like, like Scientologists and 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 Wacos. <laughs> Modern Warfare, though, man, that does take me back to that single player. The single player campaign in Modern Warfare was freaking fantastic. That was a lot of fun, dude. Um, very cinematic. I remember that looking at it going this is the first time i've really feel felt like a game was playing i'm playing through a movie which was just a really really fun experience uh my number three i've talked about this one a lot these last couple weeks but it's apex legends it's apex legends my number three Woo! i knew it yeah and it's maybe it's just the fact that i've been playing it so much lately maybe it's the fact that it's new and fresh and we'll see where it goes um, you know, this may drop down in the future. These lists are always subject to change, especially in the especially future. Especially this one. Yes, <laughs> yes, especially this one. Because this really is going to depend a lot on what they do with this game in the future. What they add to it, what they take away, what they fix. Um, right now, though, I can say it's, especially free, being a free game, I have not spent so many hours playing a free game Um you know, within a, such a short period of time, if you will. Like, I'm getting the itch now just talking about it to get back on there. And it's like, let me do this real quick. But it's one of those things, too, where it's like, I think I need to take a break from it for just a second because I have other things to play. I picked up Final Fantasy IX for the Nintendo Switch, and I love Final Fantasy IX. Um, so, yeah. The Apex Legends, though, if you haven't played it among the 25 million people who are currently playing it, um, it's a really fun shooter. I'm enjoying it quite a bit. I got my buddy who hasn't played video games in... He kept seeing my post on Apex Legends. He hasn't played video games in, I would probably say, 15 years. He went out and bought a PS4 and downloaded Apex Legends just to give it a shot. And, you know, I mean, there's other stuff he's going to do with that PS4, for sure. Like, he's talked about all the... He was he was shocked when he went into the store because imagine you've been in a time capsule for 15 years. Like, he went into the PlayStation Store and he's like, dude, they have all sorts of stuff on here from the PS2 day. And I was like, yeah, they, they've got a lot going on, man. It's it's pretty incredible to watch him kind of rediscover video games, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, you know, and it, it was courtesy of Apex Legends, if you will, I guess. I mean, he just saw my screenshots, but 
When nah, he's- hey, bro, I completely understand that. And that, that I think, is the great drawing power about that game um, and, and why it's so great. I'm so glad that it's on your list. It yeah. definitely that i'm it's one of those things like i said this list is is gonna definitely change like for for me where i can feel it where i didn't make my list yet is because a lot of my list is like okay what are like the foundational bricks yeah that some of these other games are going to be built on top of and the options that we have now and how great like it might be a resurgence of this and i definitely can see how apex legends is like the resurgence of a feeling that we got with games back in the gap that kind of started this whole thing yeah and this that, could, that's kind of led in a battle royale and it could change i mean it could get to the point next year where it's like that game is trash now you know you or just it never might be know. my number one yep exactly you just never know especially with modern gaming and you know what thinking about that with my buddy who just got back on the video games after 15 years i started thinking about everything that's changed since the last time he played a video game and, you know, I told him it can be overwhelming, but hey, man, I'll get on there with you. And we can kind of just, like, go through some of the stuff. And he went out and bought a headset and everything. So, you know, good on him, man. Like, you know, giving it a shot, looking for a new hobby. Um, so, and this is a kind of a cool story, too, because me and him played board games together for a long time. And we played board games weekly. We would get together weekly and just play different board- He has over 500 of them. Um, and then finally he moved out to an area where he couldn't get in contact with people as, as easily or people couldn't come over as easily. So that's why he picked up the video game system was so he could still play games with his friends. And I thought that was, you know, that's the modern era, man, that we live in right now. Uh, yeah. Todd, what is your number two? Gears of War 2. Uh, shout out Boom. to Cliff Blazinski. <laughs> nah, that's one of my, Yay. I mean, real shit. Like that, uh. Even though, what was that game that failed that he, what was it, Lawbreakers or some shit like that? I don't uh, even think. Codebreakers, Lawbreakers. Some shit. But he was able to fail because this game for me is classic, man. I don't know if it's another game that gave me a more visceral feel as far as the weapon choice with the Lancer. And I just enjoyed, this was my first cover-based shooting game that I got addicted to. and I Lawbreakers. I, I enjoyed- it was Lawbreakers. Yeah, I enjoyed the, uh, yeah, Um, but I enjoyed like that aspect of it, the story, the horde. It was something about it that, you know, Marcus Phoenix had had a true kind of, you know, it's a video game, man. These games aren't real, but it's like that military feel, you know what I mean? That futuristic, like it it felt like a group of real like futuristic Marines that was going out trying to protect the earth. Yeah. It just felt weighted and it was, and it was dope. And it was like the, it never got old using that damn chainsaw and just learning how to navigate and, and the AI in that game was like, it was more of a birth in first person or third person shooters. I enjoy third person shooter, but just in a shooter general where you had to learn, okay, like I need to flank the enemies. And I, I generally don't enjoy horde modes. This is probably one of the games that I actually enjoyed and spent a lot of time playing like horde modes, like throughout the whole entire yeah. series. Um, some of these, like even some of my also runs are, are honorable mentions. It's really about the series. Uh, but some of the games that stapled my brand loyalty to said series. So Gears of War 2 got to be my number two. What about you? My number two came before any other first-person shooter competitively that I ever played. Um, you know, it was the one that 
kind of started it all for me. And it was because I got a headshot with a rocket launcher. And that kind of sold me from that point on. And it is Unreal Tournament 2004. Twas what she proclaimed. <laughs> That's exactly it, man. That's perfect right there, too. Because this game is Unreal Tournament 2004 from Epic Games, Cliff Belinsky. Um, the same company that created the the horror of Fortnite. That is, I'm glad you, yeah, Gears of War, yes. Epic, Fortnite. They <laughs> like the, the roots, the rootest of the, of all of this. Yeah, no, it really is, man. It is really at all of this. Uh, but Unreal Tournament 2004, man. Talking about land centers. First time I ever played this was in the land center because I didn't have a PC back in the day. You know, I was in high school at the time, and I went with my buddies, and we started playing this game, and just. It was so fast-paced and so quick and so much fun to hear everybody screaming and yelling at each other and just trying to take down, you know, get the kill count and get the kill-death ratio and learning how to use the Twitch on my on the mouse and just everything about this game, man. Like, I just tie it back to so many good memories and so many good times, especially in high school and really, you know, getting back... You know, because for a while there, it's like I played a bunch as a kid, but in high school, I didn't, I had stopped playing video games for about two to three years, and the reason I did was because I wanted to be the cool kid. You know, I wanted, instead I picked up Magic the Gathering and Dungeons and Dragons thinking that would make me cool for some stupid reason. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) But my buddies brought me to this land center and we started playing, and man, I must have spent every weekend up at that land center playing uh, Unreal Tournament 2004 for a long, long time until I discovered the number one video game on my list, which I put over 1,800 hours into. But Todd, that is my number two. What is your number one, my friend? Man, only Land Center I knew at that point was Angola. But my Ooh. number one Ooh. was no. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> nah, man. Um, this is another one, bro. Like I said, I'm aging myself. I already know it's, it's some people like, God damn, like this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Some other shit. But uh, Halo 2, man. That, Absolutely. Uh, I spent more time on Halo 2 than probably any other of these games on this list. So I can't help but put it on there. It got to the... I mean, you know, you just memorize the map. It, it's like yeah. a fucking rat chasing cheese. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm like me and my friend would always race to the same shotgun. And the first motherfucker to get to there, even we would be on the same team. The first person that would get to there, though, would uh, shoot the other one and be like, bow, bitch. Young Draco <laughs> style. Like, it's little built-in stuff like that. You yeah, know what I'm saying? For sure. And it, and it was like four-man team where uh, it, I had it was me and my homeboy, and it was like, my, like this guy in Canada and his wife, or my old lady at the time, and we would spend days straight playing this fucking game and in the storyline see a, a theme with this too is not only the multiplayer it's not about just the multiplayer it was really about how the story and the characters a lot of the on a lot of these games stuck with us or stuck with for me, sure you yeah. know when when we get up to the top three in this list um that was the staying power for for the whole game for me and i'm hoping that that transitions into what we're about to get and what could be some transitional games uh in the genre but yeah man bungie halo 2 you know what i'm saying absolutely the foundation of what destiny was supposed to be and a great sci-fi story just yeah just a great the whole the whole the first three especially i love those games 
My number one I mentioned as being one that I put 1,800 hours into, spent more time at Land Centers playing this than Unreal Tournament 2004, and spent countless hours playing this on my desktop in college, and that is Counter-Strike. Counter-Strike is my number one. It changed the multiplayer online shooter forever. It did. It really... You cannot give... You cannot talk about other games, multiplayer shooters, especially in esports, uh, without talking about Counter Strike. Counter Strike changed the game uh, between the loadouts, uh, the team versus team, uh, the the objectives, the maps, the way the respawn worked, the way the weapon pool worked. Um, everything about this game was just, you know, a stunning achievement. Um, at the time, um, now Counter Strike, it still has its what's it CS Go now? Counter Strike Go is what they call it. Um, so it's still out there. It's still rolling. Now I haven't played in a long time, uh, but Counter Strike was that game that I just spent hours playing the different maps between, um, you know, the Aztec map uh, to the jungles to everything else in that game was just a fantastic experience. So a lot of these times we talk about these being attached to memories and that's what this is, man. This is just, you know, memories of hours spent playing this game when I was in college and I had moved away from home and, you know, I wasn't really, I didn't have that many friends. I didn't really start making friends in the DFW area until I started working for where me and you both work now. Um, so until then I was playing Counter-Strike a lot and I had a bunch of online friends and communities, um, that I would, that I would play with. Shout out to Satisar. Uh, you know, good times on that game, man. Uh, but that is my number one. Todd, what do you have for some also mentions? Man, I was, it got deep on your number one, bro. I'm sorry you didn't it have did. any friends. It did. That's, I did it. I did it. And then Counter-Strike, Counter-Strike was... <laughs> Oh man, I'm just glad we're getting through this one, man. It's it's a blessing to do this every week. Yes, bro, it is. For real. Yes, and I'm glad is. we are. Counter Strike is dope. That's a great choice. Uh, also, runs man, Far Cry series in general. Uh, I even like Far for Cry sure. Primal. That should be a shooter. You know what I'm saying? That's that's one of my favorite genres. I already talked about it. Titanfall two for several reasons. Shout out to uh, Respawn. Apex Legends is already up there. These things can actually flip my whole list later down the road. That's why this list was inspired. Wolfenstein, of course, the new Colossus is my shit. Anthem has the potential to be my super shit. And we will get into that so much more down the line. Like yeah. when the actual February 22nd release comes out, I got so much to, to try to get off my chest with that release. It's going to be great. I hope. Uh, Doom, the original and the 2016 version. I'm looking forward to the new one. Quake, Black. That's a little sleeper one that I yep, really enjoy. Yep. You know, of course, Borderlands 2, I always have to kind of pay homage to that just because of the style. Rainbow Six Siege, Ghost Recon's Wildlands, one of my favorite shit. Uh, the Sniper series, just because it's a cool, like, how many sniper games are dope out there. Um, Ratchet and Clank, I know it's not really a shooter, but I just I love that game. I love Ratchet and out. Clank. And, uh, and, of course, I love the Just, just Cause series, bro. But, I mean, that's, that's some off the top of the dome. Looking forward to hearing uh, this one, yet another list. This is about the other folks, and thanks again for riding with us. But what about you, man? What's some honorable mentions for you? Man, absolutely. Left for Dead, for sure. Played a lot Great of Left for Dead back in the day. Doom, like you said. Uh, Rainbow Six. I like that Rainbow Six series. Uh, Bioshock, GoldenEye. Um, Quake, for sure, man. Quake, you talk about fast-paced action. You don't have that without Quake. That game. was another free-to-play recently, too. Yeah, I need to get on that, man. Yeah. Uh, the Halo series, uh, the Metro series. I want to play that new Metro game. 
uh, for sure. System Shock 2, uh, you know, that's one out there that I absolutely love. Here are Top 5 of Death, the horror episode back on October for that one, for more of a description for it. Uh, Deus Ex, I like those games. Titanfall, for sure. Um, you know, Battlefield 3, I really enjoyed. Perfect Dark. You know, there's just so many. Counter-Strike Source, the the sequel to Counter-Strike when they were using the Source engine. Uh, just a lot of fun, man. Just a lot of good times back in the days playing these games. But if you agree or disagree with our our list, let us know. Uh, skip the tutorial podcast at gmail.com, Twitter at STT underscore pod, Facebook.com backslash skip the tutorial podcast, or Instagram.com backslash skip the tutorial pod. Uh, make sure to let us know what your favorite shooters are. We want to hear we want to hear your opinions because that's what we like. We like to hear from the tribe. And until then, as we always do before we sign off, stay humble. Candyman. Ha, ha, ha.